Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is the Malapos Podcast. Want to have a listen and see what you can do with the power of editing. Hello and welcome to the Man with Post podcast. I am producer Ross and joining me this week we've got um, just Greg. Hello Greg. <laughs> Evening. <laughs> how you doing mate? Yeah, not too bad, how are you? Yeah, good. Just the two of us this week. Uh, yeah. yeah, well done Colin. <laughs> well, <laughs> Can't figure out how to work Skype apparently. Uh, uh, so, yeah. just the two of us. It's going to be a pretty quick show. We're going to run through the games, and let's start with the Merseyside derby. Um, Phil Jogger had a nice day, didn't he? Oh, that was a hit, wasn't it? He's never... He's caught that. Yeah. If if there wasn't a goal in the way, that would still be rising. <laughs> still be on its way up. When I originally saw that, I thought he's towed that, the way it's kind of flown, but he hit it sweetly with the laces. That is... There's pure laces on that. Mm. It's, it's nothing else. You won't see a, a, be- a better... Sweetly struck hit this season. I don't think it's, it's, it's gone like a yeah, traction engine. Yeah, <laughs> from a centre back, unbelievable. Uh, could be trouble for Everton. No, Kevin Morales is injured. It, that it looked like one of them hamstrings mm. where it just pings. Yeah, and it, it looks it doesn't look particularly good, does it? Because he's an influential influential player for them as well. Yeah, he's big time for them. They really need him. Is um, they've not got well with European football as well. It's going to put the squad at even more um, under even more strain. How Gareth Barry managed to complete nine minutes? How he managed to complete ten minutes—a <laughs> mystery to me. Because his first booking was like a, a nailed-on booking. Then he's got away with a handball in the area, which I'm, you've seen him given. Yeah. And you, they usually come with a yellow card. Yeah. And then he, I think he's got—he might. I think it was Henderson. He went through. Yeah. And it was it was just as bad as the first one. So that was all within ten minutes of it starting. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. And then he was just kind of absent for the rest of the game, though, wasn't he? After that, yeah, just occasionally <laughs> giving the ball away. Yeah, as he does. We've said before a few times about Barry that he's lucky to escape red cards in games. Consistent, anyway. Um, we've been joined by a third person, Colin. Oh, Colin. Are you there, Colin? Hello. Am I coming across okay? You are. Welcome to the podcast. We've started. <laughs> Did you reportedly you got lost on the way to your laptop? Is <laughs> correct? Is it? I'm actually on my mobile phone. Oh my word! Oh, I'm actually on my mobile phone, so hopefully my my voice is coming across okay. Yep, you live from Essex. Colin <laughs> Soerby on the spot. I'm reporting. live. Yeah, we, we we've had some technical difficulties, but uh, I've had to resort to a, a Nokia mobile phone. So uh, product all's place. good. I'm getting contact with Nokia then. Uh, so yeah, finish finish one one. Let's talk about Chelsea three, Aston Villa nil. It's a bad week for Aston Villa. Two three nil thrashings. Uh, yeah, I think you, you can forgive the first three nil. I think after reportedly what was coming out of them mm. against, but I think the training ground's been closed all week, hasn't it? No one in and out. Yeah. Other than the players, so, so I think the virus is gone. But you know, it looked pretty routine for. Chelsea didn't it yeah never really stepped out of second gear I want Roy Keane drug tested because no man's beard grows that fast that's no 
See, this is an issue I'm finding at the moment. I'm trying to grow my first ever beard <laughs> after after being released by Morrison's, and it just it's. I just look in the mirror wanting it to grow, and nothing happens. <laughs> so I might write to Aston Villa and see what if Kino can give me any tips. <laughs> Colin, are you an experienced beard grower? I'm a failed one. A failed one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be in that category soon. <laughs> the beard is not for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Costa uh, carried on his outstanding starts this season, though, didn't he? No, he's not bad for a bloke that doesn't train. <laughs> he's uh, 12 goals away from uh, uh, levelling up with Fernando Torres in goals for Chelsea. Uh, he's played six games so far. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely header as well, wasn't it? it was yeah. A nice, intelligent run and a, a good glance. I'm not sure who that defender was, but he just got bullied completely. I think it was Nathan Baker, maybe. He, had a, he struggled with him all day. But um, William, for me, for Chelsea, was... Influential for most of the game. Nice poacher's goal. Yeah. Making sure Following he's in the rebound, mm. tapping from the yard. What do you think of this one, Colin? Well, there were question marks over Diego Costa, wasn't there? Mm. But he looks like a class act, doesn't he? Yeah, he's just taken to the Premier League like a duck to war. He's, he's, it was, I think he was always kind of quite suited to it because he's quite a physical player as well. It. This, this mm. is the time, isn't it? This is the time when Villa hit the wall. Yeah. This, this is this is the real the real world, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you can only get I, away with playing Sendros for so long. I think, to, to be fair, they've done well so far, very very well, and they've had an awful set of fixtures, and it's still yet to come, isn't it? Yeah, Man City um, next. Lovely. <laughs> um, and then Everton and Spurs. Yeah, they, they they're going to struggle, but. Um, yeah, they've made hay while the sun shone, but I think now it's, it's looking fairly overcast for Villa. <laughs> um, and, I, and I see them dropping down the leagues fairly rapidly, to be honest. Storms on the way. Reno's a miserable cunt, though, isn't he? Didn't, look, didn't smile once throughout that game. Chelsea absolutely dominated. Right. Smiling's not hipster, is it? <laughs> no. I want, him to, I want him to grow his beard out like Roy Keane. Let's move on to... Oh, that's... I can't, I can't believe this, Colin. Neil Warnock's unbeaten as Premier League manager four games this season in charge of QPR. Um, Crystal Palace, sorry. Uh, they won again. They beat Leicester 2-0. <sighs> I, don't, I, I don't even want to talk about it. Well, the thing is, he's, and he's doing his same silly dance, isn't he? Yeah. On the touchline that he did at Leeds United. <laughs> um, same thing. Lovely Slack and bottoms. Um, polo shirt. He's just, oh, he's just there. He's just there. It's just, um, you've got to think it can't continue, can it? But to be fair to it, I mean, I'm going on, I'll be a very little one. There seems to be something about the team, doesn't there? You know, the camaraderie mm. when they when they celebrate. It's a good set of players um, there. There's, quite a, there's a bit of Premier League experience mixed in with some excitement, like players like Balassi and Punchin. They're good attacking players and. You've got a midfield three of MacArthur, Ledley and Jednak. That's uh, decent enough in the Premier League, that is. But also, you've just got to think, what are Leicester doing? I mean, after their last result, which was amazing. Yeah. You know, they must be thinking, right, here we go. This is the start. This is where we start to get the points. Palace, yeah, that'll, that'll be three points. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hold on. We've hit the Neil Warnock war machine, you know? <laughs> and it's like, crikey. Um well, no, I don't think anybody would have predicted this result. Maybe some people might have predicted a draw. 
But yeah. um, oh, I've got I've well, got for a Leicester win before the game. I think the way they played, they started with three attackers as well: Vardy, Nugent, and Joa all started. I don't know, Greg. Anything to take well, from this? I think I think well, if you're gonna pick out anything about Palace squad, it's how they they are fairly resolute at the, at the back, aren't they? Mm. Um, and I think they they I think they just had enough to blunt Leicester's firepower and at home they're they're a good outfit they don't concede many and they're always I think they've got a couple from set pieces yeah and um, so and you know that's what a, a Warnock side's going to try and do they're not going to play free flowing <laughs> but they're just going to go try and be efficient yeah that's yeah, spot on really let's move on to hold two Man City four uh, two two at half time City raced out to a two nil lead Aguero and Dzeko, uh pulled back with a Mangala and goal and then Mangala gave away a penalty, which Eber Hernandez uh, slotted away nicely. But then Jeco uh, and another goal for Frank Lampard. Three in a week. Uh, fourth in a week, sorry. He's on fire, Colin. He is. He is. Um, I'm just gutted that I didn't convince my friend to put him in, into our fantasy football. See <laughs> um, those points go uh, waste. I said he's worth a million. He's worth a million, but no, we didn't do it. <laughs> didn't do it for instead. <laughs> Um, I think we had uh, Salah of Chelsea. Ah, Salah, the guy that never plays football. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. <a> one. <laughs> Greg, what did you make to um, Mangala's performance in this? Well, he was fantastic last week, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, he hasn't covered himself in glory. <laughs> what was he doing <laughs> for that penalty? It was. He kind of. He kind of like he just forgot that. Other people were on the pitch with him. <laughs> he just thought, oh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and clear this ball. Nothing bad will come of it. And suddenly he's drop-kicking Abel Hernandez <laughs> in the chest. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, you're going to get those a couple, you know, a day or two like that with every centre-back. So we'll, we'll let him off. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's pretty good. Yeah, wouldn't have paid that much money for him if he wasn't really. I, I think, think the real style was Jekko because they were too... Awesome finishes. Yeah, I, I re- I've really enjoyed his second one. I don't know why. I, love so, a... I think it's just because it was so different from his first one because mm. he's really rifled in the first one. Yeah. And then the second one was all about placement. It's a lovely slip. He, ha- he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't. There's no power on that. No. On that shot. But he's it's so precise that it's um it's unstoppable really. Yeah, we've got no chance. But yeah, good win for C. They've had a, a difficult start to the season, but. Uh... They're right up there, still third place at the minute. Uh, Man United, they won a game. They beat West Ham 2-1. Um, fairly standard, Rooney and Van Persie. Two good finishes. So with a nice finish for West Ham. But the main talking point, obviously, is the Rooney's red card. What was he doing? <laughs> We've been watching this before we started, Greg, haven't we? <laughs> so funny. I, I, I cannot comprehend why he's done that. I can't fathom what, what's going through his mind. <laughs> What, what made him think, oh, this, this is a good idea, I'll definitely get away with this. <laughs> right in front of the referee. I'll just kick a man in the thigh. It's, it's not, he's not even trying to be subtle. No. I don't get it. Colin, you must have seen this. What do you make of this? I think he reckoned he was playing for England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Someone's running away from me. <laughs> must act. What shall I do? Brr, kick him in the knee. Yeah. You know? Um it's, it's the bad side of it's the dark side of Wayne Rooney isn't it mm. is that his um, sixth red card of his career I think well the thing is I wouldn't mind a red card if you actually if, if, if you know it's terrible but if you punch someone in the face fair enough get your money's worth but it's not 
Yeah, but he's not even done that. It's just petulant, isn't it? Yeah, three-match ban now as well. And you've got to think, the guy has got that in his locker yeah. all day long, and he could do that in an England shirt, and this guy's a captain. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just... You know, I'm not Rooney's biggest fan, but it's just giving people more ammunition to have a go at him. Yeah, the papers love this, don't What do we I, think? I, I, I can see why he did it. I can see why he did it. But if he... I think Louis van Gaal said, if he'd just clipped him, mm. it'd have been all right. It'd have been all right. He'd got away with it. Well, that's great. But, Before we started, the West Ham had a very similar thing happen. And their player just, just nudged the Raphael's foot so he kicked his own other foot and fell over. That's what you need to do. You need to swing your boot at his thigh. I don't know. Kevin Nolan, was he offside for that goal? I didn't no. think so. Ridiculously close, wasn't it? And like he said, that linesman wasn't in line. He was huffing and puffing to keep up with play. Well, what what is the rule on this? Because I don't understand. Because I'll, I'll agree, his head was offside, yeah. but his yeah. legs were not. Which he scored? Did with. he score with his head? <laughs> no, he scored no. with his foot. Exactly. <laughs> the offending foot is onside, and I don't think Kevin Nolan probably hasn't got much going on in his head. So. <laughs> yeah. There's never NFL-style replays for these sort of things because that was a clear goal, I think. Like you say, his foot wasn't offside. His head and that's was. a point for West Ham. Yeah. Potentially. So it's, it's a big decision. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but Van Gaal's, they're off and running, maybe. Maybe it's the start of something great for them. Well, we said that after the QPR game. <laughs> they played Leicester. Yeah, they'll lose next week by five. Uh, speaking of QPR, they lost to Saints 2-1. A couple of absolute world-class goals in this one. Uh, the first from Charlie Austin. Superb control and a 180 spin and just lashed it into the other corner. And then the um, the goal that eventually won the game from Graziano Pelle, I think is how they say it, chipped the ball up for himself and scored a little, like a Mark Hughes-esque uh, scissor kick. Uh, uh, Ryan Bertrand also scored the opening goal. Uh, QPR should have won this game, though, I thought. Colin, did you see this? I saw the highlights. I thought QPR were the better uh... team. Well, well, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just it's just one of those things, though, isn't it? I mean, with Southampton, you know, it's they just seem to be on a roll, don't they? Where everything goes for them. Yeah, second on the table, three points off Chelsea. QPR though, that's uh, that's in the bottom three, four points from six games. I don't really know what to make of them this season because they look good, but there's just not a lot of end product unless they play Man United. Craig, you didn't watch this game, but what do you think overall to QPR? Um, my head says that they should be all right because look at they've got a good hmm. they've got a good nucleus to that squad, but there's just something I don't. I think it might be just my ports of fruits that I'm not entirely <laughs> trusting of Harry Redknapp. <laughs> but um, I don't think I don't think his heart's in it, <laughs> and um, that's not a good. Good thing to have, is it? A manager who's not really too bothered probably doesn't want to be there. Yeah, he did seem too fast. Um, and just signed a new contract. Yeah. So, Madness. On an absolute packet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm not too... I think they'll be safe, but it's, I can't see it being a particularly fun season. No, I think they might struggle. But um, I wonder if that new contract's got a, uh, a walkout clause in it sometime around January. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on Sunderland nil, Swansea nil? Anyone? I didn't watch this. I knew it was nil nil, so I didn't bother staying up to watch it. Good. Okay, yeah. Well, covered that. 
Um, Arsenal won, Tottenham won. Subscribes to Tom's theory of uh, derbies always ending draws. And he had two yesterday. Oxley Chamberlain got the equaliser the first goal of the season. Uh, Ramsey and Arteta both went off injured, which is a worry for Arsenal. Spurs got a lot of bookings, uh, six in total, which if football manager has taught us anything, that's a fine for them. Failing to control the players. Uh, anything else to really take from this game? It was, it was a bit scrappy for me. It wasn't one for the purists, was it? No. It was because the North London derby usually delivers mm. quality on a quality front. Um, usually delivers with goals as well. Yeah, and, even uh, last the, the one I think Arsenal won one 0 but Rosicky scored an absolute worldie. Yeah. And then it was a really but, good defensive performance from Arsenal. But it just both t- Tottenham started off really slowly, and then. Arsenal decided to have a go at not playing particularly well <laughs> for the second bit of the first half. And then the, the second half was a, quite a bitty affair until Tottenham took the lead and then it was like the Alamo yeah. in Tottenham's penalty area. Um, I don't think either side did enough to impress me to get three points. A draw was probably a fair result. Strange decision to leave. Sanchez on the bench, I thought. Yeah. I'm not sure whether he was carrying a, a bit of a knock. Did he but play, if any... played in midweek, didn't he, against Saints? Yeah. In the League Cup, which seems odd. Surely play him in your biggest, one of the biggest games of the season, and not in the League Cup. Um, OK, let's move on to uh, today's Premier League game. Uh, I don't think anyone really saw a 4-0 West Brom win coming, did they? No, it's their highest um, Premier League win, I think. Wow. Well, joint highest. That's a, a real scalp to them, mm. uh, but it's worrying for for Burnley. He'd they'd be looking at games against teams like West Brom, even if they are away from home, mm. and thinking that that could be a game where they could go and get you know nick a point or maybe even a win. But to lose four 0 it looks a bit ominous, doesn't it? Yeah, they've not scored a goal for eight hours now either, uh, Burnley, which is obviously a major worry. <laughs> but then we said before the start of the season that they've not. If not invested in Premier League type players, they might just be banking on a bit of money this year and yeah. trying again the season after. But I don't know. West Brom, four 0 two for Berahino, which is good. This is second brace of the season after the two on the opening day. Least touches of any player on the pitch. <laughs> really? Yeah. So he was efficient. Very efficient <laughs> in what he did. Yeah. Just doing what matters. Uh, Colin, any thoughts on the uh, the four 0 thrashing of Burnley? Well, I, I don't know. I think it's maybe two teams that are both sort of fighting for who could possibly do better in the bottom three, mm. personally. Um, Burnley, you know, you made the right point. You, you know, they ain't got no strikers. They, they haven't got no, I don't think. No. Um, but, I, but I tip West Brom to go down. Um, and I think 4-0 looks great. I still can't see them surviving. I really can't. No, I mean, you're up into 10th now, but they're not they're not pulling away, really. I mean, four points off the bottom. Still early in the season, obviously, but it's going to be a long season for them, I think. Um, that's all the Premier League done. Flown through it, chaps. Let's talk some Championship football quickly then. Uh, Leeds appointed a new manager, and we probably lost our first game under this new manager <laughs> <laughs> after playing really well in the previous three. Uh, we lost 2-0 away to Brentford. Um the main highlight for me was uh, Massimo Cellino was uh, in the away end during the, the first half and most of the second half. 
with our chief exec, and our chief exec had his little man bag with him, fitted in really well with all the, the Leeds travelling fans. Uh, but the game was pretty disappointing, Colin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, when people are tweeting about the fact that not so much Leeds has got a hot dog, <laughs> you know that pretty much there's not much going on with the game. Um, so, yeah, it, it's such a shame because it's sort of, Leeds are starting to build momentum and and now it seems to be back to square one again. Mm. Yeah, start all over again. Darko Milinic is our new boss. Uh, we'll see what happens anyway. Fulham got their first league win of the season. Uh, you got... Is it away at Birmingham? Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to win anyway, it's probably going to be Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they're off the bottom, though. Uh, Blackpool are now bottom of the table. Uh, they threw away a one-goal lead to lose 3-1 at home to Norwich. Blackpool have two, go- uh, two points this season. Not going great for them. Can't see them getting many more. <laughs> no, they'll probably still beat us, though, Colin. So, small mercies, Blackpool fans. Just on, just on Fulham, Ross. Yeah. Um, you may be interested in this. Um, obviously, Kit Simmons is in charge at the moment. Yes. Um, guess which one of your favourite pundits has thrown his very large hat in the ring um, <laughs> to take over at Fulham? Surely not Robbie Savage. No, try again. Oh, we could be here a while. I hate most pundits. Andy Townsend? No, someone who may have Leeds connections, but you don't particularly like. Uh, I'm struggling. Tell me. He's a, he was a right back. Danny Mills? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Danny Mills wants the Fulham job. Yeah, that would be some really um, adventurous football no play. Danny Mills gets the job. <laughs> uh, we'll keep an eye on that one, then. Hopefully that doesn't happen. As much as I dislike Fulham, I don't want Danny Mills in charge of them. No. <laughs> uh, Ipswich beat Rotherham 2-0. They're continuing their good start to the season. Huddersfield beat Millwall. It's a, I would say a fairly short result, but Millwall have tumbled down the table since they had a good start. Um, that's pretty much it, really, from Championship. Bournemouth beat Wigan 2-0. We're expecting Wigan to be uh, early pre-season favourites. They're down in 18th place. They're struggling, aren't they? Hmm. I think of everyone down the bottom, I think they're ones that you would expect to be up in the top six at least. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we've got new leaders. Norwich have taken over at the top after Forest only managed a 0-0 draw at home with Brighton. Norwich looking really good, really good form. They're just coming from behind every week. and They've got so many goal scorers, you can't really stop them. Uh, we don't tend to mention League One, so let's see what's happening in League One, shall we? Let me find the page. Here it is. League One results. Uh, There's been a, a high-profile managerial change. Yeah. This week, and the Russell Slade has um, oh, yeah. resigned at Leighton Orient for the poised, poised to take over at Cardiff City. Cardiff, yeah. Late... Which is a bit of a strange one, I think. Mm, yeah, Leighton Orient aren't happy, are they, with him? resigning no looking to take legal action I think but he's got the uh, LMA uh, on his side as well so we'll see what happens there but yeah Orient they've not, they've not started well this season they're down in 19th place so they lost um, at home to Rochdale mm. as well yeah weekend they were up into 5th so it's I don't know so I think that that will happen when it'll be the the Cardiff boss before next week's podcast probably yeah we shall see. And then into League Two, uh, Portsmouth fans travelled a hell of a journey, 
for another nil-nil draw with Hartley Paul Greg. What's the stat on this the last couple of seasons? Last three seasons in a row, it's been Hartley Paul Neil, Portsmouth Neil. <laughs> brave, brave fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been one of those to do any of those journeys. That must be one of the longest journeys in the football league. Yeah, we've got a few. Yeah, I'm up at I'm up at York next week, which isn't exactly close. No, but it's a lovely part of the country, Colin, isn't it, York? Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Should enjoy that. Is there any particular thing I should be looking out for? Um, there's the Jorvik uh, Viking Centre. Um, the city itself is very nice, very pretty, very oldy worldy. Take your uh, take your uh, lady lady friend with you, Greg. She'll like it. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I think she, she always leads to like the play. <laughs> it's bad enough to get her to Fratton Park, let alone a 500-mile round trip. Fair enough. Um, Oxford, though, Michael Appleton, this is this not gone well, this experience, has it? Oh, managing's not going well for him, is it? No, they're second bottom of League Two. After being uh, playoff, a playoff-type team every season, they've been back in the Football League. Yeah. Not gone well at all. Yeah, I think they've had a, I think a bit of a, an overhaul of personnel, mm. player-wise, over the last couple of um, months, and it's you know, they, they haven't bedded in the new players. No, it's not going well. Uh, Burton, of course, top of League Two. They've well, they've gone back to the top after their win yesterday. They're my pre-season tip for promotion. They were favourites, so it's hardly going out on the limb. And that's all of English football talks about chaps. We're going to have a quick show, but let's do some transfer gossip. I want your you guys' thoughts on these transfer rumours. Uh, we'll start with Liverpool are preparing a 31.2 million bid for Gonzalo Higuain in January. What do you think to that? Is that the Liverpool who have just been announced this week that they're being investigated for financial fair play reasons? <laughs> yep, the very same. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Any thoughts yeah. on that, Colin? They're going to splash another thirty-one million. Well, if Manchester United can buy as many players as they like, then why can't Liverpool? <laughs> We're already um, in trouble. Fuck it. Let's just spend some more. I, I, but personally, I can't see this happening. I think I think they're stuck with what they've got, and I think they'll have to just make it work. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next rumor: Chelsea want Everton's Republic of Ireland international right back Seamus Coleman. Uh, offer coming in January, apparently. I can't believe this one either, really. They've got Aspilicueta for the right once uh, Felipe Luis gets used to the Premier League football as left back. They've already got Ivanovic as well. Yeah, rubbish. <laughs> That's from the Sun on Sunday, which you have to pay a subscription for, apparently, online. Colin, any thoughts on this one, quick? Yeah, as Greg said, I mean, they don't need him. No. What's the point? <laughs> Good old paper talk. Okay, Man United, Arsenal, and Liverpool have been given a boost in their pursuit of German international Marco Royce after he informed Borussia Dortmund he will not be renewing his contract with them. This is from the Daily Star on Sunday. Thoughts, gentlemen? Why would he come to England? <laughs> there's, so, there's so many other good sides he can play for. Yeah, go and replace well, um, Xavi or Iniesta at Barca. Yeah, well, there was rumours that he um, on deadline day that Atletico were looking at him, Ooh. which could be because it's you know it's, it might sound like a strange one, but I think it'd be a nice fit. Yeah, I, I think I think he'd be wasted in the Premier League. Yeah, go and play somewhere good, Marco. Don't, don't, <laughs> Don't come over here. <laughs> we'll ruin you. Yeah, don't come and play with Steven Gerrard. Colin, what do you think is this one? 
Uh, no, nah, not so sure, really. <laughs> no, can't see it happening. All right, one you might be interested in. Now, Aston Villa midfielder Fabian Delph has yet to sign a new contract at the club with Everton and Arsenal money over a move for the England star. Oh, I'd Delph. like to see a move from Villa, personally. <laughs> Delph to Arsenal. No, I'm liking the sound of that. Mm, he could play in front of those, one of those two in front of the back four very easily for them. Yeah, I like that. Colin? Make it happen, someone. You're a big Delph fan. Yeah, I'm not so sure Arsenal would be the best place because uh, I'm not entirely sure he'd get a game all the time. What about Everton in the central midfield with Ross Barkley? Ooh. That could be nice. Possibly, but I think Everton are going to have to dig deep to get him. Yeah, they I don't will. think he's going to come cheap. No. <coughs> uh, West Ham will look to sell striker Andy Carroll when the transfer window reopens in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> Worst transfer business in Premier League history? Maybe. No, not really. I think it's just he's been plagued by injury. I mean, the thing is, if he comes up trumps and he gets fit and has a good run, he, he could be really good. Um, and I think West Ham are going to be holding out on that. Are they going to make anywhere near £15 million pounds on him if they do sell him? No. No. <laughs> but, Six. But, but the fact is, is that this, this is the sort of situation that England are in. Mm. You, you wouldn't really say that this guy is out of the picture of getting an England call up. <laughs> if, if he's fit, he probably will. Yeah. So, um, you know, all it takes is for him to get fit for a little while, get called up by England, and his value is going to rise, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and I think he's still got. If he's fit, if he gets back to what he was, I reckon he's got something to offer for England. He's I only twenty-five. Do. I do rate him. I, no, I rate him. Mm. Um, so I'd, I'd I'd hope that West Ham stick with him. And, uh, you know, he, he prospers. I mean, the thing is, anybody else who takes him on, which is going to be a Premier League team, I would have thought. Yeah. It's going to be taking him all, but if it pays off, it's going to pay off a bit. Mm. OK, uh, let's move on to some more gossip then. This one's incredibly cringeworthy, if true. It's from the Metro, so take what you will from that. Um, Sir Alex Ferguson has reportedly phoned Cristiano Ronaldo this week and urged the Real Madrid star to rejoin Manchester United. Do we believe this, first of all? No. Colin, do you think that's right? No, it makes me more sense. Why, why would he? <laughs> I mean, he's not. You know, I could understand if Manchester United were going to throw a whole load of money at him. But the thing is, he's at Real Madrid where he's getting a whole load of money thrown at him. <laughs> exactly. And nice so, so, why why'd you join a shit team? <laughs> you know, I mean, which is what Manchester United are right uh-huh. now. Playing left back. So, I. Uh, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Van Gaal's a hothead anyway, and I'm sure that Ronaldo's of the opinion. I'm, I'm quite happy where I am. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, what about this one? Newcastle manager Alan Pardew has played down, air quotes, joke comments from Mike Ashley that he has just one game to save his job. <laughs> well, that's, it's, it's laughable. Oh, that Mike Ashley is always but, joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seven-year contract, oh. <laughs> what a joker! <laughs> Mike Ashley's too bothered buying shares from Tesco. Yeah, to, to worry about Alan Pardew, I think. Um, go, go, Pardew. <laughs> go, go, stick, Pardew. Stick with it. Been there for the long haul. That's the podcast title. <laughs> well, they're already in the long haul, aren't they? But we'll see how it ends up. All right, that's pretty much the end of this week's podcast. Uh, 
we haven't got any sort of games or anything to be played. So let's just have a quick look at our website. And there's a brand new article just been posted on there by um, our very own Colin. Uh, would you like to tell us what it's about and um, how people can help us win an award? Yeah, it's the Football Blogging Awards 2014, guys. And this is our sort of opportunity to shine, if you like. Um, what we need is we need your votes. So there's various different categories in the Football Blogging Awards. So best podcast, best lady, best newcomer, best blah, blah, blah. But the, the most contested one is best podcast. And that's obviously where we're sort of concentrating our efforts this year. And uh, if you'd like to vote for us, please check out manonpost.com. As Ross said, the article's up there. That'll tell you all the different ways to vote. You can vote via Facebook. You can vote via Twitter. You can vote via email. Um, all the links are there on the website. That'd be great. So if you could visit that, that'd be fantastic. Um, and also, we've um, already started tweeting um, how you can vote for us on Twitter as well. So if you like what we do, and we hope that you do, um, then please give us a vote um, because uh, that really is our sort of dream um, to, to get to the next stage um, and, yeah, just, just sort of get ourselves up there with the big guys, really. Mm-hmm. Have a big night out in Manchester on the Lash as well, can't we? <laughs> but, yeah, we do want to win. Seriously, get on there. All the links are there. <laughs> please. Drinking aside. Yeah. I'm interested in this best lady category, Colin. I'm going to be checking that out as well. I'm best sure there's best. I, I may have misphrased it, but uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I like it. Uh, there's also a new uh, article out there from uh, resident writer Colin Render um, about Adrian Heath and um, nepotism in football. It's a very interesting article about he's now the manager of Orlando City, so you're going to have to read that. Uh, and I'm sure there'll be more articles from uh, other writers very soon as well. So until next week, you can check us out on Twitter at Marilla Post. You can check out Colin on Twitter at... At Cass707. And Greg at... Greg Kitchen. Nice and easy. And me at Rossbelt1984. Yep, check out manofpost.com. Hit us up on iTunes, leave a comment, a rate and review, five stars. Colin will send you a, a, a lovely Man of Post for each magnet. Um, and that's all, so it's goodbye from me, gentlemen. It's goodbye from Greg. See you later. Goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. So always remember to have your man on the post. <laughs>